Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in to today's Arrowhead Pride Chiefs Training Camp Report on Monday, August 8th. Day 11 of Chiefs Training Camp has wraps. I need to welcome in the editor-in-chief of Arrowhead Pride, Papa Shot champion, at least when it comes to taking money from me, Pete Sweeney. That's right, Steve. Uh, you, you have an off day on Wednesday. What I would do is is maybe practice a little bit of hoops that day, so maybe you can win some of your money back. <laughs> I'm just never gonna gamble against you in bar games ever again. That's uh, that's <laughs> maybe we'll try darts. Maybe we'll try darts next time. It's no, I mean I'm just not good enough at any of them. And apparently you're just a pro <laughs> at, at everything that any bar has ever put in place. But bocce ball, bocce ball, we'll try next. Time. We've done that. I've lost. We, we've done. We've done them all, Pete. Um, but day 11, Chiefs training camp, uh, it was a light practice today. Uh, preseason game one is this Saturday in Chicago. Uh, we did get a little bit of an injury update on a couple of guys. Can you fill us in on what Andy Reid had to say? Yeah, no, it, it, it was more of the same. Therese Fountain was was out uh, of the practice. That was not really as anticipated. Everything else has, has been the same. I think the ones that we keep watching are – What's going on with Noah Gray? What's going on with Rashad Fenton? We have not seen Fenton practice still on the, the PUP. I said uh, Noah Gray, but what I meant to say was Jody Fortson. Um, Fortson's been now out of practice for, I believe it's been a week of practices with that groin injury. And I think at this stage, you would think that maybe the, the Chiefs will, will hold him out. I don't. I, I think if it, it's lasted this long, maybe you look to the first practice after that initial preseason game uh, for Fortson to return. But you know, if he doesn't take the practice field tomorrow, I, I think it's 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 unlikely that we see him against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I, I think at this point, it's pretty safe to say he's not going to be available for that first preseason game. Uh, Fountain is interesting because we've talked about him as a guy that seems like a special teams lock uh, for Dave Tobe. But now he yeah. had the finger. Now he's got a groin like he just keeps having these things pop up. And it's not great for a guy that. Uh, you assume is going to make the roster, but it's still kind of like one of those bubble players, especially when we see other wide receivers making a difference. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that that Justin Watson's going to make this team, which leaves one wide receiver spot. And if you're going to make it in, in Fountain's role, you got to be on the field. I think Josh Gordon is another possibility there. Maybe Corey Coleman could work his way in for that sixth spot. But Fountain has the edge when you're talking about a six receiver spot because he does play special teams. However, you know, if he is hurt, you know, that gives Josh Gordon, for example, more opportunities to, to prove himself. We, Josh, when he took the podium today, you can kind of hear in his voice, he's unsure if he's going to make this roster. And I think Fountain is, is a big reason for that. But, I mean, if you're going to make one of those final spots, you have to be on the field. And so in Fountain's case, he, he needs to get back on the field, I think, quickly. 
Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think it's going to be a, a tall task for Josh Gordon to make this roster, but I did like a lot of what he had to say today. And it seems like he is in a really good spot mentally as we approach the season and he's trying to move forward in his NFL career. Um, Andy Reed did speak to the media. It's the first time we've heard from head coach Andy Reed in a couple of days. The chiefs had a rough practice yesterday, Sween, but it, it seems like there is kind of an atmosphere change at camp as everybody's getting ready for this first preseason game action. Did you hear any of that from Andy Reid on Monday? Yeah, it would have been interesting if we would have gotten Coach Reid after what was a, a tough practice yesterday where, I mean, they had three straight false starts and he threw the offense off the field. Like, you just don't see that happening uh, a lot. Uh, good to get some of those kinks out. But, yeah, I, I think everyone is to that point, again, right? Like, you know, that you the cliche, the dog days. Like, that's where we're at right now. And I think Andy, and really it extends to the players, everybody's ready to face another team. You know, you can only learn so much during when you're, when you're going up against your own team and, and on a day like this where it's a really light practice, there's no contact. And so Andy is included in, in all of us that, like, we're just ready to see what the Chiefs can do against another, another team's jersey. Yeah, it's we, we talked about it yesterday. I am so ready for preseason. Like I love training <laughs> camp. I, I love seeing all the young guys take the field and, and how they're being utilized just to get a glimpse into what we're going to see in the regular season. But we need some game action. It's been several weeks of practice. Now we are ready for that game action. And so, you know, after the offense struggled yesterday, it seemed like they bounced back a little bit on Monday afternoon or Monday morning, but, it's still a 10, 10, 10 day. Like we've talked about before, it's kind of set up for them to succeed on these types of practices. Yeah. It's a, it's a glorified walkthrough that, that we get to watch, um, which, which is interesting, but there are certain things you could take away. Like we didn't really see Ronald Jones to the end of practice and working with the second team. I think this game in particular on Saturday is going to be big for the end of the roster because you you see the, the first team offense and defense play more as the preseason games go along. This one, you'll see a lot of reserves. And I think a lot of people, you know, you, you know, when you're talking about the roster numbers, 48 to 53, a lot of those players can earn their spots in this game in particular. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, this is the game where we're going to see a lot of those guys who we've got these question marks about the training camp roster and whether or not these guys are going to find a role for them. And so interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, another guy that I do think we're going to see a lot of is running back Isaiah Pacheco. We talked about him a ton, Pete. Uh, he's, I think, really even more than Sky Moore, who obviously there's a lot of hype around for, for Chiefs fans. But Isaiah Pacheco seems to be the guy that there's all the hype in the world around him right now and what he's going to be for this offense. And I do think we'll see a lot of him on Saturday unless he has actually carved out that RB2 role for himself on the roster. Yeah, he's just been really impressive with the, the ball in his hands. And I, I think because I don't know how high the Chiefs are on a Ronald Jones or how high they are on what would be Derek McKinnon, I think Pacheco is is turning a lot of heads. And I think he has a chance to finish camp as the RB2. We know he's going to be the kick returner for the Chiefs. I, I, I know that there had been some questions of whether he would make the roster. I think he is in a lock for the roster based upon what we've seen and what we've heard. And so now we'll see how high he can rise. And I think anytime that you are able to have a, a new offensive weapon and get your first look at him, it really excites people in Kansas City. And I, I think there are two of them uh, on Saturday you'll be watching. I know a lot of people will be watching number 24, but you're right. I think number 10 will, will get a lot of that attention as well. 
I want to check in on some veterans because we, we spend so much time talking about the young players and how they're going to find roles uh, on this team moving forward. It seems like Willie Gay and Nick Bolton are having fantastic training camps, and, and I feel like we just aren't spending enough time talking about how important they're going to be to this defense this season. Yeah, you know what? That's sometimes a good thing, and, and we're not talking about them a, a lot, and I, I think it's because with, with these two particular players, you've grown to feel like you can, you can have a sense of reliability, and you know who the two linebackers are going to be nowadays the nickel is, is more of a base in a sense than what would be, you know, the, the classic uh, defense, the base defense. And so uh, these two guys are, are on the field and they're, they were really good last year. Nick Bolton led the team in tackles in, in a limited role. And, and Willie Gay, it seems like in this particular camp, he's only gotten better when it comes to, to coverage. And so the real question in the linebacker room isn't so much about Gay and Bolton, who you've grown to feel like, okay, they're reliable. We don't have to worry. It's who's going to be that third linebacker. It's not going to be Chanel. We, we still think it's going to be Elijah Lee. And I'm, I'm curious to see if Darius Harris makes his team uh, as a backup, Mike. But, yeah, the linebacker position, it's, it's a good point by you, um, but it's a good thing because I, I think the Chiefs are, feel good about it, and, and they should. These players are, have been impressive, and, and we'll see, we see what they can do here uh, as we get ready for their second year together. Yeah, I, I know the optimism around Nick Bolton is there, and, and it's valid, but I feel like we are really underrating what Willie Gay can do for this defense, well, especially Will, in the coverage game. Yeah, and Willie Gay, I mean, he, he's, he said that he wants to lead the NFL in interceptions for linebackers. That's, that's quite a goal. I believe the number last year was four. Uh, and so if he's able to register four or five picks, I, I think you're feeling pretty good about what the Chiefs record is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last thing for me, Pete, are, are there any other guys on you know light practice day on Monday? Are there any other guys that we haven't been giving enough love to that aren't getting enough intention in training camp? Well, I think Jerry Christian has a, an opportunity to – maybe win a job. And I don't think we were thinking that going into camp. It, it seemed like it was a Wiley versus Kennard thing. And now Christian is getting opportunities these last two days, working in at right tackle the, the chiefs uh, were trying different combinations at right tackle and right guard. You had Wiley starting for like half the series with the first team at right tackle. Then he would slide in. Uh, Trey Smith would actually come off the field. So Wiley would slide in at right guard and that would allow them to put Christian at right tackle. And so, I think there is a, a very interesting battle brewing at right tackle, which we predicted. It's just not the not the candidates that we thought. Kennard's been really just working with the second team. Yeah, Jaron Christian seems to have come out of nowhere so far in training camp uh, as a guy who is competing for that right tackle spot. And you know, I I, I still have high hopes for Darian Kennard, and I think Chiefs fans do too. But he's a rookie, and he's still learning and going through the process and all of that. So yeah. Yeah, the other and the other guy on the other side of the ball probably is, is Joshua Williams, and he's getting a lot of opportunities because of Fenton continuing to be out, and he seems to be making most of his time in, in what would be, you would think, to be a, a tryout to, to be that fourth cornerback. It does sound like once Fenton is available, he'll be right back into that mix, but Williams is, is doing a nice job to be that, that first man up if something were to happen. He's Pete Sweeney. You can follow him on Twitter at PG Sweeney. If you want to listen to the Chiefs press conferences in their entirety, you can do so on From the Podium, available for you now at the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple and Spotify. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow for day 12 of Chiefs training camp.